Self-worth is the unlock. The sooner you can be putting into work to grow your self-worth and keep that going always, you will be able to act and react to life, life's biggest challenges in a a whole different, healthier way. Welcome to the Self-Care Savage Podcast. A self-care savage is a term that I've coined that combines elements of self-care in a more assertive and bold approach to taking care of oneself and growing their self-worth. On the Self-Care Savage Podcast, we will explore how self-care and self-worth are always in the driver's seat in all parts of our lives and how we act and react to life. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And take a quick second to give the podcast a rating and a review. That's how we grow and reach more people to spread the message. Self-worth is the unlock. I want to introduce a new Friday segment to the Self-Care Savage podcast called Connecting the Dots with Your Own Self-Worth. We will be answering listener and social media questions, diving deeper into friendly reminders, and have guests that will bring a unique perspective and tools for you to use to grow and nurture your own self-worth. You're going to love it. So on today's podcast, Connecting the Dots with Your Own Self-Worth, we're going to be talking about happiness. So we're going to talk a little bit about how low self-worth affects your lack of happiness and how it gets to be a struggle and a lot of the concerns that people have around it. So I put together a list of what seems to be some issues that people are facing. So then we'll go through some responses to the question I put up on Instagram. What stops you from being happy? So number one thing, it's the negative self-talk. It's that voice in your head that just pounds on your low self-worth that is definitely going to undermine your confidence and any kind of happiness that you're striving for. Number two is fear of rejection. If you're in a relationship or even with friends, individuals at work, your low self-worth is definitely tied to social interactions. Also, rejection and isolation, which can, again, limit any of your opportunities to find some joy and happiness. Number three is we all get into this. This is perfectionism. Again, striving to to get to a point that we can't. It gets frustrating. It causes stress. It's just diminishes, again, that goal of getting to a point of being happier when we have all these things weighing on us. So number four is fractured and impaired relationships. And this, again, relates directly to that circle, those people that you have around you, that you interact, act with, that, again, could be not very supportive or have behaviors or things that hinder your growing at a personal level. And if you're not growing at a personal level, you're not going to find a lot of happiness. So number five is lack of assertiveness. 
So when you have a lack of assertiveness and you're just waiting for others to do things that you draw happiness from, you're also giving them the ability and the key to make you unhappy. So happiness is an inside job. That's what we're trying to do is develop our own self-worth and be able to maintain our own happiness and not draw it from others. They can enhance it and they can improve it, but that's not where you need to rely on it coming from. Okay, number six is your, your limited ability to accomplish goals. So you're, you set yourself up a lot in, with an idea or you want to start a business or something that you want to do different in your life. Again, improve your health in any way, physically, mentally. And you set these goals, which a lot of times are really big and are really high. And then, of course, they don't get met a lot of times. So again, it doesn't allow you to grow and it, it limits fulfillment. And fulfillment is one of those things that, that, that helps you get to, to a place of happiness. Number seven, again, we talk about this one all the time, too. This is another one of those connecting the dots. It's always going to usually be there in play when we're dealing with our low self-worth. And that's the external validation, the caring what other people think, or making decisions in our life. So the goal is, is to make someone else happy or to view you in a certain way you'd like to be, and you're not being authentic to try to obtain it. That will never make you happy. Number eight, challenging yourself. Putting yourself in positions where things are difficult, that things that you can, you can overcome. Again, those can all be tied in to goals as well. If you're avoiding challenges or avoiding even setting up goals, and then the tasks that have to be completed to get there, again, you're never going to feel any kind of accomplishment. That will also hinder you finding any happiness. Number nine. So, of course, mental health issues. If you are not addressing anything that is causing you uh, depressive behaviors, anxiety, uh, your triggers from the past, your healing, forgiving, if you're not addressing those things, and you're not growing from them, again, that big part, healing and forgiving, understanding where they come from, getting through that and moving into the now so you're able to move forward, you're going to be dealing with a lot of fear, and that, again, is going to limit your ability to find pieces of happiness. Number 10, this is a big one. This is one that uh, it was uh, troublesome for me a lot of my life, and that is getting into a lot of self-sabotaging behaviors. So when you have a low self-worth, even if you're unconsciously doing it, you're, you're getting in your own way, and you're, causing, you're, you're setting up your own roadblocks or setting things up for failure because it's a comfortable place to be. And you have to, again, grow and learn to get past that. Or again, you will never find or you'll never obtain any kind of consistent happiness. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. 
To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you can get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash SelfCareSavage. That's better. H-E-L-P dot com slash SelfCareSavage. So now we're going to go through questions. From Instagram. Again, the question was, what stops you from being happy? And I think you guys are going to see a pattern from what I just talked about with these 10 really major points, how they tie in together. But we'll let Paul kind of go through these and I'll address anything I think needs to be, but we'll just connect them to, uh, again, a lot of these points we've already made. All right, Paul, how are you doing today? Good. Can't complain. Yeah. So it's last week there was like four or five answers to the question that were came up over and over and over again. Uh, looking through these briefly now, it's not quite the same. It's more all over the place, but there is one I see a lot because the question once again was what stops you from being happy? Is that what the question was? And actually the one I see the most on here is nothing or like a something on that. Nothing after realizing it's only myself responsible. Nothing. Nobody stops me from being happy. A lot of just nothing, nothing, nothing. So, I mean, that's probably the one most answered reply to it. So, I mean, that's 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 good. <laughs> well, yeah, that, yeah, that's good. And then there's a again, there's a lot that tie into some of these things that we talked about. And you know, taking responsibility, you know, and understanding, and it is you, and and those those kind of things are definitely going to put you on that path to finding. And taking those actionable steps to finding some happiness and, and, and stop getting in your own way around it. So, but a lot of things I'm reading too are, are people, you know, it's myself. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that too. This, this one's, this one's interesting. Fear of being happy. Once you're happy, you have a lot to lose. So it's scary is what uh, this person says. Yeah, it's fear of the unknown. And usually, that uh, my guess is that person has really never found a significant level of happiness. Uh, if they have, obviously they certainly lost it, you know, drastically, but I don't get that indication. But a lot of times it's just, it's fear of the unknown. It's also, again, being stuck or feeling like you're, you're comfortable, you know, that's the way you've lived your life. And so ha you don't deserve the happiness. And that's again, that low self-worth, and until you start working on that and accepting that you do deserve it and doing the work so that you reinforce that, that will then peel back and show you and bring you to a place where you'll start feeling it and then you'll want it more. So again, it's just going to take the work around it. What else you got? You picking up on? Uh, there's a lot of just anxiety or overthinking things. That's kind of, they're kind of in the same vein, I would say. 
I'm seeing anxiety pop up here a lot. Let me see if I can find a specific one. Yeah, well, anxiety in, it, in itself. I mean, that can apply to so many things. But again, anxiety is usually you're floating around in the past and you're you're hung up on all those things that you didn't do or were done to you or whatever it is you're hanging on to and not dealing with that affects your now. And so you, because you're swimming around back in all that crap, you're not going to be happy right now in the now. And then from that point, anything that's coming up in the future, now you're, you, you get, all that fear comes up. This is all where gratitude is going to be a big piece. We'll talk a little bit about that too, some actionable steps. But gratitude, again, connecting those dots and tying that into journaling, all these things are what gets you to understand anxiety for you, why it's coming up, connecting dots around it, how you can deal with it, get in the now, and be able to move forward, understanding it's done and over with. And it, then you start dropping some of the fear. So again, a lot of these things are things we're just going to continue to reinforce because we can ask all these different questions and we're going to keep doing that. And we're just going to keep showing you a lot of these things are, are the connecting the dots and connecting, you know, low self-worth, all these actionable steps, even of all these different questions that we're going to address are very similar. This one's pretty good. So once again, nothing, she says nothing these days, but the, the juicier part is, in the past, just my attitude and bad habits. So that's um, it's good to be aware of that. It is. It's a and that's she just identified that again. The first step to anything, whatever it could be in your life, to be able to fix it, is if you can identify it, then you can go to work on it. So if you know your attitude is 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 not uh, the best, and it, it affects how you how you interact and how you feel, and it and it doesn't allow you to get to those places you want to get to be happy, then go to work on that. Why are why is your attitude like that? Are you a pessimist? Is have you just had a, feel like you've had a lot of bad luck? Are you in victim mentality and not taking responsibility for things that cause you to be in a bad mood or a how does she phrase it? Bad attitude and bad, bad habits. Yeah. My my attitude and bad habits is what she said. Yeah. So and and then of course again, bad attitude is going to lead to bad habits, and bad habits are going to cause your bad your 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 bad attitude. <laughs> so, you know, again, all these things. So go to work on them. Again, um, go back and listen to the journaling episode. Go back and and put some of these things together with the journaling. So and then how to journal, you know, with purpose, so you can then start uh, uh, connecting the dot of where that's coming from. Yep. Um, you know, not one of these questions, but uh, something that came up in my own life recently. I'm also wondering if some people have too high of expectations. Like you're never going to be happy all the time at a 10 out of 10, 100% of the time. You know, I was talking to someone in my life recently who shall not be named, who was kind of went to a therapy session and they said, um, they're saying, you know, I realize I'm either a two or a nine or 10 on the emotional charts. I go down, then I get into a, a bunch of projects and I'm way up there. And they were, they were saying that I, I just want to aim for a six or seven most of the time. And, you know, don't, that doesn't mean don't want to hit a 10 sometimes. But it's also, I think it's worth keeping in mind that you're never going to be 100% happy all of the time. It's just not how we're wired, I don't think. 
Yeah, that you know that's that's a great point you brought up, brought up, and 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 expectations again. It's that other piece, and they, those translate into our relationships and expectations of others, to where we can be let. We've created that expectation of someone else who doesn't meet our expectation. They don't have that expectation we do, and then it lets us down, and we we again feel affected by that. And then when we do look. It's all expectations should fall on you. You should not have any other expectations of anybody else, but you should also make sure again, expectations are like goals. You know, you, you want to set things that are reasonable. So, yeah. And so a lot of, a lot of uh, the questions I noticed too were, you know, related to stress and things that, that are, you're allowing to, to stress you out things that again, I do know a common theme I'm seeing in here too, Paul, is money and finance. I actually, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, I did see that one several times, which is a it's a, it's a stressor for many and people. That's we know that that can be, and again, that's one of those things that um, sometimes are uncontrollable, sometimes they're self induced behaviors uh, that get you to those those places, and you know, it's it's the tragedies of life, divorces and death and you know, things that can occur to us. But this is where having a low self-worth, it can then pile on that because you're reacting in a low self-worth way. And it's so important to get to a point as early as you can in life, and I keep pushing that, especially on our younger people too, is that sooner you can be putting into work to grow your self-worth and keep that going always, you will be able to act and react to life, life's biggest challenges in a whole, a whole different, healthier way versus it being setbacks in your life, regression in your life. Loneliness is another thing. Scrolling through here, you know, there's just loneliness, worry, loneliness. Yes, that can hinder your happiness if you're feeling lonely. But the, the question is, is why are you feeling lonely? You know, some, a lot of people feel lonely even when they're surrounded by people. So, you, you, again, you have to understand where's that loneliness coming from. Again, trying to journal about things when you're feeling that way. Being able to then connect the dots with questions you ask yourself. You'll see common denominators that put you there. You could be out in public and you see uh, couples together or you could be whatever it could be. It could be driving what you feel like you don't have or you want or need. And getting that turned around is to looking at those things as opportunities. Again, that journaling, asking yourself those questions, connecting the dots, those are amazing opportunities for you to understand exactly why that puts you in those anxiety, loneliness states. I've got another interesting one I saw here. It reminds me of some people I've known, in my, some, some friends of mine, one in particular. Um, unrealistic expectations of how I things should be personally and professionally, because uh, at least they're aware that it's unrealistic. I, I've known people like this who uh, expect the entire world to conform to their sense of sense of order and how they think should go, and then <laughs> other people see things differently. So that's definitely uh, one. You yeah, recognizing out. these things again. There's no excuse if you under if you have an understanding of what is what keeps you away from happiness if you're wanting it and you can identify 
some of those points and you're not working on it, I mean, who cares then? I mean, if you don't care, you nobody else is going to care. So this is, you know, you got to get off and, and, and do the and do some work around it. Because I think you'd much rather say, you know, I used to have, I used to be very self-defeating and think this way because I had so many expectations of everybody and myself that were unobtainable. Or you can say, you know, like you can keep saying what you're saying now. And that's just identifying it. You know, that's why I'm not happy. Or you can, again, uh, uh, acknowledge it and move on. Okay, so now we're going to move into some actionable steps that I put together, uh, at least that should address everything we've been talking about and all of y'all's concerns and, you know, what, those things that are keeping you from obtaining some happiness. So let's put some of these, just put some of these out here real quick, just so um, y'all have something to work with. So number one, I'm on this uh, all the time. Practice gratitude daily by reflecting on positive aspects in your life right now. Again, to bring you into the now, get out of the anxiety of the past, the fear of the future. Get into the now. Number two, cultivate meaningful relationships and prioritize social connections. This is a big one I know for me because I took a lot of time alone going through my journey. And that was a piece that I realized I was missing that I've been working on the last 18 months or so now. And I'm working on it even more is that piece. The happiest people, there's a big study on that. And the happiest people by far are the people that have most active, positive relationships in their life. Those connections. So you work on that. Get unstuck from the isolation. Get unstuck from these things we need to work on to stop worrying about what other people think, to put us in these positions where we can be around people and realize we're all in this together and everybody's got something. And if you don't see it, it's just probably because they're better at hiding it than you are. Focus on yourself. Start working on those social connections. Number three, engage in regular physical activity to boost your mood and your overall well-being. And you guys go outside, find a trail, a path. I don't care. Get outside, get some sun, exert your body. You can get into even active meditation. You know, I can do that by, by hiking and focusing on my feet for a while and I can just completely get zoned out and quiet and in the now. All I see is my feet. Anything to get you in a more self-aware state. Okay, number four. This is, again, we got into a little bit about some of the problems. Again, this ties into what we talked about before of things that are getting in the way. So we, is goals. But, so you got, a, number four is set achievable goals, providing a sense of accomplishment and purpose. Okay, not, again, not these expectations that you're never going to obtain. Baby steps if needed. Number five is prioritize self-care, including sufficient sleep and relaxation. Those things that will recharge your body, those are more of self-maintenance that you have to continue to do to keep your body in a state 
and your mind in a state to where you can work on things that will push you to do that. You can't do that if you don't feel good. Number six, limit your exposure to negativity, both in news, media, and social media. Your inner circle, family and friends, it doesn't matter what it is. You have to find what those things are that keep you from moving through your process of, of healing, forgiving, feeling better, whatever it is you're doing around your own self-care. You have to, again, limit some activity with people or cut some people out for a short period of time. Number seven, embrace mindfulness and or meditation we talked a little bit about to manage your stress and the challenging negative thoughts. Everything tying in to getting into the now. This is a lot of being grateful and again, getting you into the now. Meditation will do that. Journaling will do that. But getting you here, that mindfulness feeling. Number eight, learn to manage time effectively. Reduce feelings of overwhelm. So this is, again, a little bit about some of the expectation stuff. But also, this is something I'm not afraid to. I, I've constantly overwhelmed myself. <laughs> And again, it is a challenge because there is so much we have to accomplish just with our responsibilities of life, depending on our family situation, kids, jobs, businesses, whatever we have to do. And then trying to manage your self-worth, your self-care, and do the things you need to do to grow your self-worth through your self-care, whether it's physical, mental, taking the time to do that. This is where it breaks and falls down. And you've got to get into embracing that, learning to manage your time, scheduling it, blocking your time out, writing it down, and you get really good at not finishing your day without those things being off your plate. So number nine, again, is one of those things that we talk about a lot. It's connecting the dots. It's, again, positive mindset and challenging all the negative thought, all of those voices in your head that, that were put there by other people, all of those things is getting into cognitive behavioral therapies, thought pattern interruption. And, and again, if y'all been following me long enough, you already know that that's a big one. And, and it's one of the best tools to uh, keep you in a positive mindset. All right, 10 and last one is to seek out Pursue hobbies and activities and things that bring you joy and make you happy. Put it in the journal on your schedule. Block the time out to put yourself on the top of your list so you can work through these things. So you're better for yourself. You feel better. And then you're better for everybody else. So anyways, there you go. Friendly reminder, just real quick, one of the things you need to remember too, a lot of people make this mistake. I didn't see a lot of that in there. Again, happiness is an inside job. That's one. Second one is you're not going to find happiness where you lost it. Continuing to go back to that relationship, continuing to go back to that environment, all these comfortable people and behaviors that you keep putting yourself into hoping you can rekindle some happiness that you had at the beginning of that relationship or job or, again, environment you were in. 
that ended up changing and you ended up losing yourself in it. Stop going back to the well. It's not there. It's not there. Go forward. Here's all these things you can do to move yourself forward to being happy. Self-worth is the unlock. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening. And I hope my podcast has helped you in some way taking the path to becoming a self-care savage. And if you like the show, please leave a rating, a review, a comment, tell a friend. If you have a question about today's episode, there's a link in the show notes where you can send us an email.